0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network now serving b24 at dmv window number seven
1: okay jim we're next in line perfect jim things are going very smoothly you remember the cell phone bill yes and the birth certificate nice we'll have a real id in no time that's right ready to fly to carla's graduation and then the big game real great work jim you too jim
0: excuse me are you talking to yourself now serving b25 at window number 10
1: that's our cue jim excuse us Talk yourself into Real ID readiness by May 3rd, 2023. Make a plan at dhs.gov slash Real ID. Turn off your laptop.
2: We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many
1: rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation.
0: Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. (laughs) ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Fatback 4 Daily. It is Friday the 20th of September. A little bit different tonight. It's going to be a slight bit different. Uh, Myself and Peter were having a discussion and we said... I'll do your part if you do mine. And then we said, ah, look, let's just do it together. So you can see me on screen. You can see Peter on screen. This will be a little bit of a mashup: The Fatback 4 Daily plus the cop table. Peter will ask the majority of the questions. I'll keep an eye on the chat. And then I'll throw all that stuff back. And that's how it's going to go. This show is brought to you, of course, by Paddy Power. Paddy Power is a bookies. It is a book uh, betting app, betting website. You know you know the drill by now. If you gamble, try Paddy Power. Uh, odds on football, specials on Liverpool, all that sort of stuff. All, all other sports and everything else beyond that. Gamble responsibly. If you're ever going to gamble, are you going to use paddy power? Gamble responsibly. If you don't gamble, it's not for you. That's absolutely fine. Disregard everything I've said, and we will go from there. Okay, um, let's get going. I suppose, Peter, you are the man this evening. You are the host. I'm going to sit back here and answer some questions. So, Peter, how the hell are you? i
2: oh, very well, thanks, Gav. Uh, good to be back on. I know, Jay. Um and yourself took over last weekend on the on the cop table. So yeah, looking forward to it and good to have uh, zoom on with us for the first time as well. Hey guys, how you doing?
0: Good to yeah, be we're here. we good, we're good, we're good. All good.
2: Yep, so yep, first of all, we'll, uh, I think we'll look at back at the, the midweek game because we haven't covered that on the, the cop table. I know Gav might have done on his uh, on his daily show, but just give us your your thoughts on the the performance midweek, Zuman, on, on the the Napoli game, and do you think Liverpool deserve to come away with something from that fixture?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, so obviously it's you know it's disappointing to you know obviously lose that game. I know obviously we lost it last year, uh, the same fixture, um, again in an unfortunate manner, I would say, um, that last minute um, goal. Um, but yeah, in regards to the midweek game, I think. We were unlucky, obviously, to concede that penalty um, because that, well, <laughs> it was never a penalty. In a million years, it was never a penalty. Um, and uh, I think we deserved a draw from that game. I mean, even, you know, with the chances that we had, um, you know, it was a pretty, you know, spells where we were on top, spells where Napoli were on top. So a draw kind of seemed the best footballing outcome, if you're looking at it from, from that angle. Um, so yeah, I think we should have, we should have come away with something and a draw I would have been perfectly happy with. Um, but, uh, despite what happened, we were unlucky to lose that game, but we have to keep our heads high. We lost the same fixture last year and look what happened. So, um, and you know, we have an easier group, so, um, you know, uh, it, it's, it looks positive, uh, apart from the loss, but you know, we have to keep our heads ha- high and, and, and try and move forward.
2: Yeah, totally. It's um it's obviously disappointing to lose your first fixture, but we've got another five to go and um like you say they've got to keep the heads up, got to keep the confidence going for the next um for the next game which will be at Anfield as well, so hopefully you can bounce back with um, with three points. So, um looking forward to the Chelsea game on Sunday, Gav. Um mm-hmm. we haven't got the best record, should I say, against the the top six Sides the past couple of seasons, um, away from home, should I say? So, how important is it that we we come away from from Stamford Bridge on Sunday with uh,
0: with the three points, Field Gov? Um, it's a great chance to uh, it's a great chance to bounce back, I suppose. You know, um, as as the man says, there it's it's one of those where a draw night, you know, would have been a perfectly fair result although I thought from it was an even enough game up to about 70 minutes but i thought liverpool were starting to take control of it on 70 i thought napoli looked out on their feet for parts of it but look it's just one of those things you know it's it's a penalty that's that's awarded that's never a penalty and the, the second goal doesn't really matter so it's 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 just one of those but i think this side has shown over the over the last couple of seasons that they're brilliant at um that uh, uh, you know strike back when they've lost the game. You know, three defeats in 31, I think one of our listeners told us the other night. And those three defeats have been City away, Barcelona away and, and Napoli away. So, it's they're very good at bouncing back from from a, from a, a poor result or a negative result, you know. Like, um, you know, Mick on, on the chat says three points would be massive on Sunday. Um, and I think North Red on the chat is having a breakdown because VAR is dead to him. Um, he refuses to acknowledge it now. Um and that's, mm-hmm. the, that's the party line he's going with but when it comes to um, when it comes to Sunday uh, the biggest thing for me Peter is I don't want to go out and, and as a Liverpool team and with the attitude of let's see what Chelsea have and let's see what way they, they, they line up and, and they come out to approach the game, I want Liverpool to go there as 5 wins out of 5 European champions um, favourite for the league in my opinion and, and go and impose ourselves because As much as Frank Lampard has enjoyed a decent start to his Chelsea managerial career, I get the impression that Stamford Bridge is the type of place that if you can go out and impose yourself on the game and and be really front foot and and really, you know, dominating in the game, that Stamford Bridge can turn quite quickly um, and can go very, very quiet. So that's what I want to see come Sunday.
2: Brilliant stuff. Cheers, Gav. Okay, Zuman. Also looking forward to the. This um, this Chelsea game. Who do you see now that Eden Hazard has, has left Stamford Bridge to go over to Real Madrid? Um, from that Chelsea squad, who, who's going to pose us the mo- the most threat? Um, do you see? Obviously, they've got Pedro, Willian, Pulisic now. Um, Abraham and Mount have been doing some um, good games recently. So, for your from your opinion, who do you see from the Chelsea side looking um, most dangerous and uh, the threat towards us? Please.
1: So, I mean, there's obviously you know a lot of talent in that Chelsea team. Um, you know, we know that. You know, they, they, they are they are a top six side for a reason. Um, I think, obviously, for this season, you know, Pulisic's transfer into Chelsea is is obviously their main sort of you know new big signing. So, I expect him to try and you know pick out the pockets of space and try and cut us open, um, play a pass in towards t- people like Tammy Abraham, um, obviously Mason Mount, you know, joining up with Pulisic as well. So he's another, uh, you know, a decent young talent. So I think the combination of obviously Pulisic in there, plus the existing players, you know, that have the experience, you know, Willian, um already there, you know, we know that they have obviously um, Ross Barkley, um, and you know who can obviously make an impact um and obviously there are other existing players, you know, Kovacic, Pedra. They do have caliber of players that can cause damage and they have done before. Um but I would say our biggest threat is, you know, Pulisic's impact on the game, uh, you know, as a midfield player, um, and Mason Mount's tenacity, uh as a young player. Um I think he you know he'd be quite dangerous if we if you know if we Underestimate him as such, um, and obviously Tammy Abraham and Hudson Adoy, I don't know is uh, is he injured or uh, I think he's um, I think he's okay, still to play. So yeah, again, he's a another key player for them. Um So I think you know the young talent and Pulisic as well um, in that midfield uh, could cause us a problem. However, I do expect us to deal with it um, in the ways that we have done um, with other teams. Um, so I expect us to be you know deal with it pretty soundly.
2: Yeah, Gav, and at the, um, the game, I think it was done the Valencia game or the, the last Premier League game, Chelsea changed their, their fixture I was reading on, on um, one of their pages today to a 3-4-3. Three, three. Now, if they go with that formation, do you see that suiting Liverpool, or um, do you see us struggling against that sort of formation?
0: Um, do you know what? I, I'm a bit torn on it. I'm being honest with you. Like, like, Mick on the chat there is asking about any word on Kante. Kante is supposedly back. Um, Mason Mount won't make the game. Um, I'm not, any other injuries they have, I'm not really up to, up to speed on, but I know that Mason Mount is out, but Kante, after a sprained ankle, looks like he may be back. That's a huge thing for Chelsea. They did go with a three, kind of 5-2 system they matched up they matched up Wolves went away to Wolves and matched them formation for formation and took the risk that they would be the better side and they were on the day although looking quite shaky near the end and conceded you know um, a couple of goals Uh, if they go three at the back I'd fancy us very 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 strongly um, because I feel that Liverpool have a great habit when they play against three of making a three against three, air front three against their cent- centre-halves, and then what we do is we get our full-backs look after our wing-backs, and then we, we, we go from there, you know, and, and we have the ability, the quality, the pace that, to really hurt them. Having said that, if Chelsea go back to a four and you put as right back i said it last night on the show i think he's i think he's a great defender he has been a great defender for chelsea but i think he's lacking a full back now i think he's he's been asked to be a little bit too attacking by lampard from my in my opinion and he's he's struggling to to adapt to that he's usually a solid right back slash right center center half and he's He's been really good at that, but listen, if you want, if you put Manny up against some running at him and, and, and space in behind, I think it's somewhere we can really target. If they go with Alonso, a left back, uh, instead of Emerson, again, I really fancy us, but I do I do rate Emerson. Um, I think he's a really good footballer. Good going forward. He's decent defensively, so I'm a bit torn on the pier, to be honest with you. Three at the back has its po- more positives for me, if they go three at the back. If they go four, I think there's a few few bits we can get at there. Centre half, they're looking like Rudiger could be... He's a doubt as well, so you're probably looking at Christensen and Zuma probably, although they have got a young centre half, haven't they, that they brought in. I think he scored against Wolves. Um, so I, I don't know what way they're going to go. I think there's positives to the 3-5 too. There's positives there for if they go with a 4, and if they do go with a 4, you'll pro- it'll probably be because Kante is back, and you can sit him in there with Jorginho, maybe a Kovacic, and then, you know... Probably play Barkley, Abraham, and maybe a Pedro or someone like that up front. But man, you know, man to man on this, I think we're a much better side than them. And again, we need to kill Chelsea from early. That's my opinion. If you get to let them get ahead, of, ahead, of steam up, and, and belief in them, you know, we, we could be in trouble. But no, I, I think, um, I think the Chelsea setup either way has positives for us. So let's see what what they come and do.
2: Brilliant! Cheers, Garv. Okay, then uh, Zaman. Just looking for the um, towards the Liverpool team. We're gonna do a a predicted lineup like we do each week. So, who do you see um, coming into the gate? It's usually the midfield areas where it's um, where tends to change the team a lot. So, what do you you see as your starting eleven this Sunday, please?
1: Um, So, I think uh, in terms of obviously you know the changes from midweek you know at napoli and obviously the travel um i think uh he'll probably go with Adrian in goal of, as you know as we know probably much pretty predicted back uh, back four i would say um with arnold and matip um coming in uh, van dijk and Robertson. um i think i personally i think he's going to go i'm stuck between obviously with, Wanaldum will come in, I think, with, uh, Fabinho as well, um and Henderson, and then uh, Mane Salah, Firmino. So the only one that I think obviously is the change, uh, is obviously for Wanaldum, uh, for Milner. Um however, uh, I probably, uh, you know, Oxley Chamberlain's again on the bench, so, you know, he, he's available, Um and, uh, but I would say most confidently if I'm going Predicted lineup, I would say it's just a change from Milner for Wan and then the same team midweek that we played.
2: Yeah, it's interesting you should mention uh, Alex Oxley Chamberlain because he he didn't play at all against Napoli, did he? And mm-hmm. um, yeah, he got some minutes in the in the previous game against Newcastle, so he, he's he's looked like he could be an option for for Jurgen Klopp to um, to utilize this Sunday. So, Gav, what's your thoughts on the on your predicted start in eleven, please?
0: Well, I, I like to go as strong as we can. I think we have MK Dons during the week and then we are away to Sheffield United next weekend, I think. Um, you know, a few people on the chat there, like Chris Brack is saying get Mane one-on-one, one with quite early on. I absolutely agree with that. Maverick is saying Genie, Fabinho, Henderson in midfield. I think I agree with that as well, you know. Um, but, you know, Chris Brack has, has given us a team of, of Adrian, Trent, Matab, VVD, Robertson, Henderson, Fabinho, Wijnaldum, Salah, Firmino, Mane. I think that's the one. Um, There may be an argument there if they were to go. If they were to go, with a three at the back and two wing backs? You're probably looking at. They probably will stick three in midfield and one player off Abraham. So. There might be an argument there for an Oxlade Chamberlain, Um in a midfield that might be a little bit more room, and especially if Kante doesn't play, he would have Jorginho and Kovacic, I think, I think he'd like a, he'd, he'd like a run at them, but th- th- that team for me is the team, you know, people are making arguments around midfield, and, you know, I know Naby Kate is back in, in training and stuff, he won't see the game on Sunday, Um, you know, you have, you have Oxlade Chamberlain, I think he'd be, he'd be, he's still finding his feet, I'm gonna be honest, Um you have Shakiri, who, you know, people thought we go through the international break and he'll, he'll be, you know, rare to go and he stayed off international duty to, to get this. I think he someone said he played, he's played 11 minutes in total since, in the two games since, since we've come back, you know. So it's, for me, Pierre, you know, I know it's about, and I've said this from the start, you use your squad, um, early on in the season. We are very early on in the season. He's used it a little bit. Um, not as much as some people would like, but I think that team that Chris Brack has given us of Adrian, um, Trent, Matip, Van Dijk, and Robertson at the back, Henderson, Firmino, Wijnaldum in midfield, and Salah, Mane, and Firmino up front. I think that team is absolutely spot on. And, and again, if we go out with Royal, right child I feel that we'll have a, a little bit too much for Chelsea.
2: Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see which um, which lineup he goes with because. On the odd occasion, Klopp does tend to, to surprise people when everyone seems to think it's going to be this line up or, or that line up and you'll spring a surprise and bring in, um, a player who you wouldn't imagine would have started the game. So, um yeah, I tend to agree that the back four will be, will be the same as what it, it usually is. Trent, Van Dijk, Matipan and Robertson. But I just think in the midfield, I think Fabino's definitely nailed on. Um, Wen Aldum after his break in midweek, but it's that, that other midfield position where I, I think he, he might look to change it. He might look to give Henderson a rest, possibly due to well, his funny, two
0: international games. It's funny you say that because Mick on the chat asks, and it's an interesting question, and I leave it to you and, and Zamanda to answer. But is our is our lineup becoming a bit too predictable? He feels that we might mm-hmm. we might need to be able to run for um other teams when it comes to where our lineup is, is that a fair point I think, That's yeah it. Uh, so yeah
2: uh, yeah, I, I, Matt, yeah i'll let you
1: go first yeah i was just going to say like you know because obviously you know we you know we're going to be playing a lot of games this season you know we're going to have to rotate it around you know with some of the injuries that we have you know um and obviously you know we, we want to try and go, do a good few cup runs you know i, I think everybody want to agree on that uh you know we really want to try and push for those cups uh, domestic cups so um i think you know, rotating our team is gonna be key. And obviously with some of these injuries, our team is gonna become a little bit predictable. Um and, you know, if we're I mean, obviously we you know, we can't change that in terms of, you know, because of the injuries, we have to let them play their course and, and you know see who comes back when, like Keita, um, you know, Lalana back to full fitness. Um, you know, so I think he's mixed right in terms of our team may become predictable. However, a predictable team doesn't necessarily mean that you can nullify the team um you know a predictable team doesn't necessarily mean that you know they're going to be able to stop us uh you know so you can have the most predictable team but that at the end of the end of the day if everyone performs we win the games um so i think uh we do i trust Klopp to try and make some small changes here and there you know for example changing that Henderson position, you know, possibly putting Oxley Chamberlain. Not maybe not this game, but you know, in the Cup games, you know, you try and obviously he'll give the kids a run out as well. Um, but um yeah I think it's um I think it's important to do small changes and but as long as we put hundred percent in and keep our heads up, I think, you know, whether we're predictable or not we can win those games uh, and cause problems.
2: Yeah just following on from from what zuman was was saying about the the lineup becoming sort of predictable um with with the injury to to cater um I think that that's one of the reasons as to why the the lineup has been predictable a lot times this season but like I, I alluded to just before we we took the question um Klopp has shown at times to to be a little bit pragmatic and he does sort of Throw in a throwing a player there you, you won't expect. So, like I was saying, for that reason, I think Henderson may well get a, a rest on Sunday. He may start on the bench, and I think um, Alex Oxley Chamberlain may well come into that that midfield role um, for his for his his legs basically and and breaking forward against Chelsea, who um, will also be looking to hit us on on the counter-attack, so I think the need for, for fresh legs in there, especially with Wijnaldum as well, coming, missing the game and with, coming on as substitutes, I think it's vitally important that we have um, at least a couple of fresh players in there to to deal with what, what threat that Chelsea's going to pose against us. So, um, any more ch- questions into the, the chat? Room <coughs> uh, just a couple of... Want to-
0: yeah, just a couple of random ones because they, they know that, that my viewers like to ask random stuff. So, um, best flavor of cordial drink is, is the first one in. Um, I know it's not football, but it's, the, the answer is definitely apple and blackcurrant. Um, what else? A chocolate digestive or a custard cream? Um, I think that's an extremely unfair question, um, I'm going to be mm. honest with you. Um, that would that would tear a nation a bit like Brexit would, I think. Um But um, let me see. Uh, Barry Carr asks, "How good is it to see Robbo back online?" Yeah, absolutely. I'm all for that. Um, He's he's back. Yeah, I've seen that
2: before. Yeah, and um, look.
0: We had a big discussion about it last night, and Andy Robertson shouldn't be paying any attention to um, Liverpool or any other fan around the world that wants to have a go at him. Um, as I said last night, his story from where he's come from to where he is now is is ridiculous, to be perfectly honest. Which is so, Andy Robertson needs to avoid these people, ignore them, and just continue being the best left back in the world. That's basically it. Um, do, do you know what? Do you know what? Peter, um, I've seen a name getting a mention there. You know. Um, uh, Barry Carr says that, in in his opinion, um, I think it was Barry Carr and there's another guy, Maverick, there was saying that uh, Chelsea minus Hazard are, are nothing to be feared. Um, and, and they're also saying that, you know, um, Barry in particular feels that Chelsea can be a little bit spineless at times. You know, um, yeah. well, we'll have to wait and see. It did, did, You know, Chelsea... Chelsea got beaten on the first day of the season in a game that they controlled for about 40 minutes and then just lost away completely. Since then, OK, they had a dodgy result at home to Sheffield United, I think it was. Um, they drew with Leicester at home, but they've gone away to Norwich and they've gone away to Wolves and one. So we're starting to get a bit, bit of a clearer picture about Lampard's Chelsea and have, what fight they have in them their creativity, how strong they are, how solid they are. So this is a big test for them on Sunday. They're going to see it as a big test. So, you know, it's, it's one of those where, you know, you know, do you, do you ever see when a team is struggling a little bit and they, they just pull out a result? They put everything into this result? I think it might be, um, it might be a little bit like that on Sunday. So we'll have to, uh, we'll have to wait and see, but I'm still confident. I'm still confident. Um, but if you want a good question, um, Here's one for you. You pick a five-a-side team of the worst players you've ever seen playing for Liverpool. So you might want to throw a few names in there here before we finish. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh God! Yeah, there was a question similar to this in one of the um, the WhatsApp groups that I was in not not long back, um, and there was some players in there who just mind-blowing how they ever played for Liverpool Football Club. Um, so I think I think my five was something like. Um, Kippy, remember him? Frozen yeah. Kippy. Your Kippy. Um, yeah. Sorbonne picnic. Here's yeah. another one. Um, Cosma, is Van Cosma. Remember him?
0: Yep. great yeah. there, <laughs> Absolute
2: disgrace. Uh, Sean Dundee. All contrasty. Uh,
0: Conchesky there now. Uh, Chris Brack has Itanji, a, a Koncheski, Polson, Jovanovic, and Markovic. I oh, think that's a great set.
2: If, you, if you've got to pick a goalkeeper, then um, yeah, tanji's up there with Carrius in it. Oh <laughs> uh, God! Oh, no,
0: listen, that, that's that's the name oh, that's God. not allowed to be um, not to be spoken. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, there,
2: there's 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 many more that you, you could actually add to that. Um, Stuart Downing
0: to that. But. Um, yeah. Uh DMS DMS has come in there from Chris Brack.
2: Tell you what, what one um, one player who did sort of divide opinion when that was um when that question was thrown out into into the group, it was uh it was Ego biscan. Some people was like oh, not no, no. he's not, a, he's so, not amongst that? the worst. but then some people were saying that he had a great game. I think it was Juventus away, and he had a such and such a game here. And, but I, I just never talked to him whatsoever, me. I just thought...
1: Aquilani? He
2: was...
0: Yeah, Aquilani's being mentioned
2: he here. Had talent, but he, was, he had his injuries and what have you. Um, mm. it, and it, for him to come in as the replacement for... Direct replacement for Alonso at the time was was unfair. He, he was never, ever going to be on the, mm. the level of... Um, Xavi Alonso was he? No, nobody mm. was
0: like mm-hmm. name, name a midfielder over the, in the ten years since since he left Liverpool. That's been on Javi Alonso's level. It's it'll be a short list. Uh, there's loads of names coming in here. Um, I'm trying to pick out a few that are different. Uh, Antonio Nunes is one. Elzar Juff uh, Palencia. Christian
2: Pulson. <laughs> Pulson yeah.
0: has been in there as Pills.
2: well.
0: You know, <laughs> there was loads of them. Um you remember the, the? And his name was in my head, and it's gone now. He was a Swiss. Right back. Degan. Degan. Yeah, jeez He turned up and everyone thought he was oh, going to be amazing wow. and he was either injured or just running into corner flags with balls. It was mad. There's been a few <laughs> like that, that,
2: that, that. Them sort of free signings.
0: Of Avenue.
2: Jovanovic With that corner. Leto. Remember
0: him? Yeah. Mark Gonzalez is being given a shout out here. Barry Carr has admitted to having Aquilani on the back of the jersey. Fucking hell. Um, but uh, that's that's not a good thing. That's not a good. Get your money back, man. But look, if, any, if anyone wants to keep that going, you can go on go on to Twitter, and if you want to if you want to ask that question to us on L- at LFC Day Trippers or at the cup table, we will retweet you, and you get loads of them um, people giving your opinion, especially when it comes to players you don't like. That, that can go on for weeks, a um, really fan. <laughs> so um, just just uh, before you continue here, I just want to let you know as this this show is. Um, it is sponsored by Paddy Power. Um, we will be giving away our free bet for the game tomorrow on tomorrow's show, which is uh, Saturday. And, That's very good, yeah. Yeah, I think it's 7.30, the show will be tomorrow. Um, we give it away, and the idea, Peter, I don't know if you've heard, um, but what we're trying to do is we give away a 20-quid 20, 20 free bet every week. Uh, we, we get a viewer or slash listener to either suggest a bet on, on the live show or, or tweet us the, the bet. We pick it, we put it on. And any money we raise will go to charity at the end of the season. Now, lads have gone absolutely berserk. They're like 200 to one shots and all. It's like, you know, Van Dijk to score three bicycle kicks in the first half and stuff. Mad stuff. So what we're trying to do is, and and I'm just, I know a lot of people watching now will watch tomorrow. Um, So you need to keep it. Fairly steady lads, you know. Even a three to one shot, four to one shot, get us get us sixty, eighty quid going. Get it in the pot. I don't want to get to the end of the season as I said and have no money because we've we've just blown all the money on mad bets. You know the kind of way. Well, just a few that are there for tomorrow, and um, a few specials that are there for tomorrow before Peter uh, continues on. We have um, Abraham and Salah to score in the first half is ten to one. We have Salah to assist a man a goal, um, which has been a bit of a conversation. Um, since Burnley and stuff like that, ten to one over three over uh, three goals. Shakiri to score and Jorginho to be carded is twelve to one. Ooh. We have Van Dijk to score and Liverpool to win to nil, um, which basically means Chelsea not scoring is twelve to one. Both teams to score and Adrian to save a penalty is thirty three to one. Um, Liverpool to score three or more goals and Matic to score is thirty three to one. And the big one for tomorrow is oh, uh, over two goals um penalty to be awarded and cante and Fabinho both to be carded at sixty six to one. There's loads of them specials on Paddy Power. If you look up the um the specials for the game and LFC Day Trippers you'll find all them odds there. But I just thought I'd throw them in. and will have a think about your bet for tomorrow um and and lash them at me whether it be on the live show tomorrow or on um on Twitter and I'll pick the best one out but I'm gonna go for something conservative. I'm gonna let you know that. Sorry Peter you walk away now.
2: Yeah no problem Gav um we, we I think we've covered most of the uh, the bases we need to cover, so what, what we do at the end of each um podcast we we do a score prediction so it it ties in nicely with what what gav's saying there on the on the paddy power free bet for tomorrow so if you want to go along with um, any of our thoughts that we'll, that we'll give um you can do that or you can you can totally pick your own bet it's it's entirely up to yourselves um so yeah, for the, for the people who are listening and the people who are watching, get your, get your thinking caps on and, um, get your chance to, to win a free bet with the, with the guys of Paddy Power tomorrow. So, first of all, gonna go with, uh, Zaman. Give us your, your thoughts on a score prediction for the game on, on Sunday, please, and, uh, your, your reasons for that, um, for that prediction, please, Zaman.
1: Uh, yeah, So basically, I think uh, I think we'll win the game. Um, I think we will uh, bounce back from what happened midweek. Um, I think we will win the game three-one, um, and I believe Salah, Mane, and Firmino all on the score sheet, one each, um, and I believe uh, a goal by um, Tammy Abraham. Uh, will be scored by Chelsea. Um, and the reasons why I think we'll win is because I think, as as mentioned previously uh, by Gavin and yourself, I think we will be too much for Chelsea if we can turn up and bounce back. Um, I think Van Dijk will control uh, defence as he always does, um, I do think there is an error somewhere. You know, I don't want to preempt anything, but I think there is an error, and you know, it is in a way, you know, a, a tough game. You know, so conceding a goal isn't all that bad unless, as long as we can control the game um, and win it. So those are my reasons. I think three-one. Um, I think we'll win the game, and I think it will be a good positive result for us. Excellent stuff.
2: Cheers, Zaman. Okay, then, Gav. Same to you. Um, predictions and your reasons for them,
0: please. I had a prediction, um, I had reasons, and then lads are throwing in comments in here, like, um, you know, Robbo to score over Gio and shoot a few people up, uh, yeah, I'm all for that, um, Mick reckons were are grinding this one out, oh, I'm going along them lines as well, Al has disappointed me, he's going for a 2-2 with a late penalty, um, and Barry Carr has made a point of re Brewster's debut, it's something I would like to see, Um I think Lallana might have been on the bench tonight, on Tuesday night and Rian Brewster wasn't, and I don't agree with that. Um, I think we had we had a goalkeeper on the bench with a couple of defenders, a couple of midfielders, and for me, Lallana needs to drop off the bench and put Brewster in there. Two reasons. If you're looking for a goal near the end, you have a natural striker to throw on and you might pick something up. And if you're winning the game comfortably and you have 15 minutes to go and you're able to give a guy a free runner, he's a man to put on and give him, and, and you know, put him in there in a big Premier League game and go, look, take 15 minutes and, and enjoy yourself. So I'd like to see Rhian Brewster on the bench. Prediction-wise, um, I'm with Mick. I think we grind one out. I think we grind out with um, uh, 2-1. Scores, I really feel Mane gets one. I think he's just on a streak at the minute where I feel. And he wasn't great during the week, but I thought he was targeted. Big time in, 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 Naples with regards to the physicality and, and he wasn't given much change out of the referee either. So, um, I think we, I think we dog out this game, but I think this Liverpool side, A, will be a little bit hurt from Tuesday night. B, know that they put everything into this and they can more or less get a week off. Not a complete week off, but they could get a week off compared to the football to recover and, and get themselves ready for, for, uh, Sheffield United. So I'm going to go with 2-1. I do think Mane gets one. I, I have a fancy on Van Dijk though. So I'm gonna throw Van Dijk in there. And I don't think it's Abraham that scores for um for Chelsea. I think they might score a penalty. I think they might get a penalty and I think it's Jorginho that'll take it. Ross Barkley will be well and truly told to go away um like he should have been on on Tuesday night against Valencia. So for me, Peter, two one to Liverpool. Um yeah, just scraping it. I'm with, Mick, Mick is my man on, on the chat tonight, and I'm going to go with him with that.
2: Okay, so that's three one for Zaman and two one for Gav. Um, yeah, my own thoughts. Uh, I've not had uh, too much time to to think about it, but just going from a sort of in, in, from an instinctive point of view, um, I do think it's going to be a very tough game. I do think that the Chelsea will will cause us problems. Obviously, we've seen in the, the Super Cup final that they they probably was the better of the two teams on the night, even though we did lift the trophy. They're going to be out looking for revenge on that. They're, they're looking to bounce back from, from a defeat as well against Valencia. So it's going to be a very, very tight game. Um, and I'm, I'm torn between, as Gav said, 2-1 or, or even a 1-0. I don't think there's going to be many goals in this game. I just think that both teams are going to going to be fighting for it, for every ball, every every tackle, every pass. It's, it's going to be it's going to be important for both sides. So I'm going to go with a 1-0 Liverpool victory in this game. Very very tight. Um and I'm going to go with uh, Roberto Firmino to to score the goal. So if um anybody wants to to follow our, our three bets, you've got Zaman 3-1, Gav 2-1, and myself 1-0. Um you can listen back and, and can pick up the scorers if you want as well. So, um that's, uh, that's our predictions for, for the game on Sunday. So yes, just before we uh, we wrap things up, then anything else that anybody wants to cover in the chat room? There, Gav, anything anything standing out for you? Um,
0: There's nothing. uh, They're having a little talk about Joe Gomez. I suppose Joe Gomez has to be. I don't think he he gets into the side at the moment. I really don't. Um, Mick reckons their fitness might prove vital. Fresh legs, importance. Al reckons yeah, that yeah. it's yeah. going to be a hard game. No quarter given. He rec- he he expects a red card. Steven reckons four two to Liverpool. Um, North Red says two nil. Solid boat goals. But other than that, no, it's just a lot of predictions. But lads, as I said, just g- keep the bets and get them into me tomorrow. I am going to pick something conservative to try get this off the ground. Otherwise, it's going to start getting embarrassing. <laughs> sure.
2: Okay, well, um, are you back on with your live show tomorrow, Gav, before we uh, before I just do the, the thanks for the end?
0: Yeah, we're, we're back um, 7.30 tomorrow. Um, we've done the preview tonight, so we, we, it's Saturday night. We, we usually um, usually we're, we're, we're talking about a game that's happened, but with the game being on Sunday, we'll just have a bit of a laugh tomorrow night. We, I'll, I'll probably get a viewer on to talk with me tomorrow night. We'll, uh, we'll open a few cans, we'll have a laugh, and uh, we look forward to the game.
2: Okay, so um, yeah, this this podcast has been in association with uh, Paddy Power from the LFC Day Trippers side of things. On the cup table, we also have an uh, association with the at Liverpool Online Facebook and Twitter Instagram pages, and the lads over there put all our our. Tw- our- Podcasts out on their, their pages, so to say. Also, um, for anybody new who's listening to the show, the Cop Table are a big supporter of the No More Knives campaign, which is in Liverpool with a guy called Paul Bentley. You can follow him uh, on Twitter, Facebook, all his social media things, doing great things over there with um, with Lee Butler and, and the No More Knives Campaign in Liverpool, which is which is really growing strong, and it's something that we've um, we've been pushing for the past twelve months, and been on board with them, and and they're on board with us as well. So it's um, it's a great link up, and it's a a fantastic cause, and. Doing many many great things for, to prevent the uh, the use of uh, knife crime in, in Liverpool and, and the Merseyside areas. So check all their, check all their pages out as well. So thanks uh, everybody for for tuning in tonight. Everybody who's um, who's commented in the, the chat room. Obviously, Gav's uh, talked that side of things tonight. I've not been uh, had much access to the to the group himself. So um, thanks everybody once again. So and big thanks to Gavin uh, Zuma. For joining us tonight.
1: Always. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having me. Cheers, guys.
2: Very welcome. So, yeah, speak to you all very soon. Over, Over and out. Sports Social Podcast Network.